0: Alright, hello ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of a Writer's Rambling. And in today's episode, we are going to be doing technically multiple smaller topics. Okay, these are going to be multiple smaller topics. At the moment, actually, I'm out of topics. <laughs> not really I'm out of topics, but I'm out of topics that I kind of really want to talk about. Okay, technically there was one topic that I did yesterday, but at the same time, I don't really think that it's a good, uh, Not really a good topic, but at the same time, I don't really think that it's a... Great, really really interesting topic as it was sort of long enough to do an episode but not. N- uh, but it wasn't long enough to finish up the whole episode. I also have a little bit of a headache today so I might be taking a little bit of some breaks sometime because I don't know why but I just have a really bad headache. Not even a bad headache it's just a little bit of a headache but eh, I don't know. I think it's probably from one of those days of like not drinking enough water or some shit. Okay I think it's one of those kind of headaches. So, with that in mind, today's episode is actually going to be focusing on smaller topics. Each segment is going to be uh, each segment is actually going to be titled based on the topic itself. So, I believe each of these uh, segments are actually going to be a little bit shorter than normal, simply because these topics are actually a lot shorter. And I'm also in a different location. I'm in the kitchen at the moment, and I'm going to be making cookies. So you're gonna be following along as I make the cookies, but at the same time, uh, you know, it's not even like I'm making cookies from scratch. Please note, I'm not making the cookies from scratch. These cookies are literally just um uh hold on um to- uh, a Toll House Nestle Toll House or Nestle Toll House whatever the fuck, but yeah, those are the cookies I'm making. So obviously, you know, they're, I'm not making them from scratch. But at the same time, this is going to be a simple episode that I hope that you can like. And yeah, this is the intro. Alright. So, the last thing. I'm going to put this... um, Actually, I'm going to put this... If you're here listening to this, I specifically am putting this in between the intro and rambling about music. The reason I'm putting this is... Uh, I'm putting it here, was because I need to actually get this um, specifically for you as the, uh, the audience member, okay? I just did music for creators, so um, when you're listening to the end of music of for uh, from creators, um, I basically stop it because I need to say something, and of course, that's why I'm putting it here. The reason I'm putting it here is because this is something that I need to basically, I want every single creator out there to know this. In uh, music from creators, I mention that um or i will mention i will mention that um certain things in animation and tv shows and stuff like that a lot of times when we as creators want to do something we kind of say no to it because eh, it's probably not gonna happen you know i specifically feel that um yeah a lot of the stuff like oh i want this one voice actor to be the voice of my character even though most likely it's not gonna happen you know, so you don't even bother, like, let's say you do get the chance, but you don't even bother to remember that actor because it's more likely the actor's never going to say yes. So, in a sense, you kind of stop yourself from doing it. You know, you kind of stop yourself because your own, ment- uh, your own, uh, not insecurities, but your own sort of uh, mental thing fucked it up. And, of course, that's a good example of that. Uh, 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 in in that episode, uh, in that part, I mentioned that there's a lot of different things that technically... If it hasn't happened before be the first to do it okay but if it has happened at least use that as an example and of course use it as a reason to help back your case up okay in that part I mentioned the idea of using real people's songs like radio songs in your story especially in an animated TV show and of course some people will say oh but I want to use a song from Billie Eilish but there's no way there's no way oh she's probably a bad example Probably. The reason I'm saying that she's a bad example is because knowing Billy, she would say yes. <laughs> like she would probably say yes. Okay. Like, but still, someone I don't know. Maybe Beyonce. Uh, no one uses Beyonce music in their so in their shows. No one. Okay. So yeah, let's use Beyonce. Okay. I don't know if that's because she specifically says no, or it's because of um, it's expensive. But whatever. Let's say that you want to use a Beyonce song in your story or something like that. You don't need to worry about that solely because. Or don't just uh, throw it in the trash before you have the opportunity to present it. Solely because every TV show, uh, lots of TV shows have done that. With Adventure Time, with Francis Forever, that wasn't Marceline. That was somebody else. Someone else made that song. And of course, they allowed Marceline to perform the exact cover. So Marceline, in their world, in the Adventure Time world, Marceline performed at Francis Forever. But in real world, us, Francis Forever was not a song that Marceline created. Every other song in the whole show, Marceline created that song. But in our real world, Marceline is doing a cover of Francis Forever. And that song was actually made by somebody else. So of course, right there, that's a good reason. So let's imagine that you do get a chance to talk to someone and create a TV show. And you want to use a a song specifically from some real-life singer. Oh, it can't be done. Or, oh, that's never been done before. You can easily say, but wait, Adventure Time did it. Kibo is still, uh, Kibo did it. Lots of uh, shows did it. You know, lots of TV, uh, lots of animated TV shows, or not a lot of them, but a few animated TV shows have done this. You know, they all, a few of these TV shows have done this and used real life songs created by real creators and used them for their shows. Kibo has a larger amount than anything, but still, it's possible. Another example of this specifically is, um, Let's say, for example, you have a comic. Personally, you want to create a TV show. I, would always, I always wanted Tales of the Crimson War to be a 3D animated TV show, to be completely honest. I've always wanted it to be that. I originally wanted it to be a comic, no, a book, a comic, and of course I settled for that solely because I thought that was the more realistic. I thought, you know, I'm like kind of a pessimistic person in a sense, but I, chose, I originally wanted it to be a book because I thought it would be easier to uh, publish it as a book. I thought it would be much easier, and then I hated it, and of course, I decided a comic. But at the same time, even then, I still hate it. I still hate the idea of it being a comic. So, of course, I'll suck it up now, but in my head, the end goal is a TV show, okay? I rarely read comics. I watch TV. I watch animated TV shows. That's what I want. I want to be able to be on the same level as Rebecca Sugar, the creator of Steven Universe. I want to be on the same level as Pendleton Ward, Adventure Time, or, um... Matt Groening and uh, that other guy, I can't remember what his name is. Wait, Matt Burnett, sorry, Matt Burnett, my bad. Not Matt Groening, he created uh, Simpsons. I'm talking about the creator of Crank of the Creek, but I wanna be on the same level as them and create my own st- uh, series. I wanna be on, the, tactically, they're more kids shows. Personally, I wanna be in the same category as uh, Rick and Morty. I wanna be able to go to an Adult Swim um, event and shake hands with the creator of Rick and Morty. I want to be able to do that solely because my story's not for kids. I never intended it to be for kids, but still. Um, even when I first created it, I always intended it to have a lot more adult themes and stuff like that, with a lot more violence and racism and gore and all kinds of stuff like that. So even when I first created the story at like, what, 11, 12, around that time? At around that time, even then, I still decided that I wanted to create it specifically for an adult audience, or at least an older audience. But still, that's the end goal. That is the end goal that I can dream and hope for. And of course, it's something that, again, a part of me in the past would have said no, never mentioned it. A part of me in the past never mentioned it at all and always went with what is the easiest goal. Okay, so in this race of, or not a race, but in the pathway, I would go with whatever is closest to me in a sort of lazy sense. You know, I'm going, let's imagine I'm going on a marathon. And rather than running the entire, what is it, 26 miles? I think it's 26. But rather than running an entire marathon, I would uh, I would say before, it would be like a marathon runner. Let's imagine that you're a person who wants to run it. So you're telling everybody around you that you're okay and you want to run only five miles. In reality, that's a lie. You want to run the whole 26. But you're too scared to let other people know that you want to do the whole 26 miles. So... To make it easier, and because it's an easier goal for you, despite how difficult it is, you dream of doing the whole 26, but because it's harder, you'll lie and say that you want to do only the five. And that's kind of what I did. I wanted to do only the five, when in reality, I really wanted to do the whole 26. And of course, that's something that I want you as a creator or audience member or whatever the fuck to remember. It does not matter. You can still have an opportunity to be able to do this. It's been done before. Even though there's this weird idea in your head that um, it hasn't been done before, the idea of me, a creator of a comic, or just a bunch of OCs and stuff like that, having my own story, bitch, it's been done before. What do you think? What do you think Mickey is? Mickey is an OC. Okay, Mickey Mouse is an OC. Um, uh, Star vs. Forces of Evil, all of these characters are just random original characters that these creators decided to have. Hell, the best example of this is fucking Aang from Avatar Last Airbender. The whole series of Avatar Last Airbender was created off a fucking sticky note doodle. The creator of Avatar The Last Airbender did a stinking doodle about, I say stinking, what the fuck? Okay, a stupid doodle that he did on a stupid um, uh, sticky note. I don't, I don't even think it was a yellow sticky note. I think it was either a random sticky note or a random piece of sheet paper. But whatever, he did a, uh, he did a little doodle on a, a sticky note and randomly decided to just think about it. And it snowballed and snowballed into Avatar The Last Airbender okay uh uh, who was the first one i think amethyst was designed first in cb universe i think rebecca sugar designed amethyst first off of uh her friend in college and look what happened hell the newest thing luca luca was designed the same way so of course with that in mind i want the audio i want you to specifically remember that it doesn't matter that it's been done before comic strips or little internet comics and other things like that being created into TV shows, it's been done before. It's been done before. And don't think that it's only with animated TV shows. It's also been done with live action. Because remember, at at one point, Superman never had a a TV show. Superman never had a TV show. He was just a comic back then. And now look what happens. We have Superman movies and TV shows and, uh, 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 I don't know, action figures and all this other stuff. But back in the day, we have to remember that he just used to be just a simple comic that some random guy dreamed up. Then, of course, if you want a more modern day example, Invader Zim. Invader Zim, of course, was an internet meme, or not a meme, uh, sorry, an internet uh, uh, webcomic. Invader Zim was just a simple internet webcomic, and what happened, it ended up uh, snowballing into this whole thing, and the creator actually got to make an animated TV show, and then a movie. All because of a random internet uh, uh, internet comic that they decided to do, and then of course a new example. This is all examples of animation, but let's take a comic that decided uh, some random comic that somehow was turned into a live action show. Like Why the Last Man? Why the Last Man was uh, was a TV show created based off of a web comic that two people created, and they got a live action TV show. So even if you don't, even if you, for example, you like your art style, you like it, whatever, but you never really intended it to be like that. It's the same thing as like, let's imagine that we get a Scott Pilgrim movie or a Scott, well, we did get a Scott Pilgrim movie, but let's imagine that we get a Scott Pilgrim TV show rather than the movie. Okay, let's imagine that. That's exactly what it is. Hell, if anything, I'm surprised we don't have a Homestuck. I'm surprised Homestuck isn't a thing, you know? because there's lots of different comics. Any one of the web comics on Webtoons or Tapas or any other show like that specifically, any of those shows could easily be able to be taken and created into a whole live action TV show, a live action movie, or just any of this stuff. Any of them have that capability and possibility. It's a matter of getting that opportunity, working hard enough to get to that opportunity, and then once you get that opportunity, instead of keeping your mouth shut because you don't think it's a good idea to do this, Okay, it's like you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot, you know? If you want to use, and the reason I'm mentioning this is because I make it very uh, 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 clear of what I would like, I say in a perfect world, that's what I say a lot. Sometimes I admit that some of the things I might be asking for are might be things that probably I'm going to have to suck it up and say no to, but at the same time, I'm still going to ask for it, okay? Okay. Um, uh, you have the right to ask. You don't have the right to get it, but you still have the right to be able to ask. And of course, that's how I feel about it. If I want to use a Beyonce song in my story, I want to ask, and I'm going to ask. If I, oh my God, if I could ever actually get my own, uh, a TV show or a TV channel to give me permission to make my own show, I have, uh, at that board table, I will ask can I use music from other, t- uh, from other creators? I don't want you to hire a music producer or something like that specifically to make songs for my show. I want to be able to ask Beyonce, can I use your song for this? I want to ask... Um, I, hell, I have a whole playlist on my own YouTube uh, channel. Well, I don't have a YouTube channel. I have a YouTube account, but I don't post anything on YouTube. I'm not a YouTuber. But still, I have an entire list of different songs specifically titled... Tales of the Crimson War. Well, not Tales of the Crimson War. But, of course, just uh, T-O-T-C-W. I don't know. I created a freaking acronym because the title of my story... A lot of my stories that I create are really long titles. A lot of them. So, yeah. I literally created an entire playlist of songs that I specifically want them for. And even in my notes, I even wrote when these songs are going to be used. So, I want... Um, uh, for example i want wild jungle uh, by by beth yen i want wild jungle by beth yen that song was actually on keepo first of all i got that song from keepo but still i want that song in my own story specifically for a specific location i want all these different songs in my story and of course i can be I, you as a creator a future creator you can be able to say to your producers or whatever the fuck whoever's in charge i want to do this And if they say it's never been done before, pull up Adventure Time, pull up Kipo, pull up this. They've done it before, so why can't I? If you want to, for example, you want to do something for the first time, then just say, I know. But at the same time, if I want to do it for the first time, then be confident and be the first show that did it. Be a creator who decided to be the first show ever to have a, uh, I I don't know, a a blind main character or something, I don't know but be that person and that's of course something that I just needed to mention and specify okay I really needed to specify that solely because it's just something that like I think everybody needs to like keep in mind because uh, in, in, in this field people tend to think that they're not really as much or you tend to think that oh I want to be like this artist or I want to be like this creator this creator created an entire TV show that I love But at the same time, they could be in the same position that you were. They were in the same spot you were back uh, at some point in time. There was a time where that person was in your space or in your spot. Okay? Hell, one of my favorite artists. uh, One of my favorite artists that I knew her, not when she first started, but I knew her and I was following her when she was just starting the old school. um, I mentioned her before, but she started the old school Pokemon art. And then guess what? Now she's working on, um, uh, she got hired, and now she's working on Big City Greens. She's working on Big City Greens. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, I love you so much. I'm so happy that you actually got this. Because it's like watching someone, it's like watching, like, you're proud of them. You saw them kind of when they were nothing, and now that they're something. And now you're just like, oh, my God, I'm so proud from the sidelines. You know? And of course, you can be proud from the sidelines, but personally, I would advise you, be proud from the sidelines, but as you're cheering for her, say, don't worry, bitch, I'm next, I'm next, I'm gonna be right behind you, okay? You got it first, but I'm gonna be right behind you, you know? So that, of course, that's something that I want you, specifically as an audience member, to try and keep in mind. It's been done before, you know? Oh, what up? So it's been done before, and even if you don't think it is possible, people can still do it, and you can still do it regardless, you know? That artist is actually, I think her name was Kia, Kaya? I never really remember her name, but of course she's done it, and now she's working on uh, Big City Greens, and you could do it too! You could do it too, and of course, uh, you know, that's part of the whole thing of why I specifically needed to mention this. Okay, and technically, even though she's not actually creating her own show, at the same time, think about it like this: Rebecca used to be Rebecca Sugar. Specifically, was working on Adventure Time, and then uh, because she worked hard, she was actually able to get permission to make her own show. And then we have Steven Universe. And then what happened from there? Uh, uh, Two people left to make um, Craig of the Creek, and someone else I can't remember something else. Oh, uh, her uh, her husband left to create uh, OKKO. So of course that's another great example of it now of course that's one way to do it but there's another way of doing it as well or like for example in these people they decided to go through the world of animation they went to um you know they went into the uh, the schools and worked with animators and stuff like that and actually were able to create their own shows and pitch their own shows however that's one way to do it another example of a way to do it is the invader zen way which of course is an internet comic that basically got noticed, and then they were able to use it. So with Invader Zim, In, the creator of Invader Zim In just had an internet comic, and then he was able to make an entire show off of it. And then the other way to deal with, or uh, the other way to go through it, is doing it all on your own. Like Vizipop. Vizipop is the creator of Hell of a Boss and Been Hotel, and they did it all by themselves, no help at all, just working her ass off and saving as much money that she can to pay animators who are just random freelance animators, and she paid them, and she paid the voice actors. Everything for that creation of that show, Bizzy Pop paid out of her own pocket. Maybe with the help of Patreons and, help, uh, and her followers and stuff like that who were able to pitch in a little bit, but practically almost everything that was done for Hello Boss and Hasbeen Hotel, she had to pay out of her own pocket the whole time. Homegirl was working, so of course it's possible you, I want you to not compare yourself to these other people. Use no, don't compare yourself to them and say, oh, they did it because of that, whatever, whatever. Use them as an example of what is possible. If they can do it, then that means technically you can do it too. Or it is possible for you to do it as well. You know? So if you, uh, for example, let's say if you don't have any money to go into the animation schools or something like that, don't worry. You can still technically do it because look at Invader Zim's creator. And look at uh, Fizzy Pop. They both were able to do it. And I don't think either of them went to animation school. Okay? They never went to animation school. And now look at them. Uh, uh, Oh, uh, uh, I I need to go into animation or something like that. Or I don't know how to get into the animation world and stuff like that. Well, um, look at Kia. Or Kaya, whatever. She was able to do it. And she was just an internet comic drawer. Or she was just a... She, hell, she didn't even make comics. That's another thing. She never made comics. She literally just drew fan art. And guess what? She got noticed by Disney and is working on big city greens. Off of just random little doodles that she would do. Random little fan art. So, of course, just making fan art is also a good way to do it. And hell, uh, Gabriel, whatever the fuck his name is, I can't remember his last name, he also did it. But he did random little stories and little comics and stuff like that, comic books and little stuff like that as well. Of course, mainly with Teen Titans. And now, guess what? Now he's actually having DC work with him and publish his own comics. Originally, those little duels that he did was just free time. He just did it as a way of free time. And now he's actually hired by DC. You know? Hell, another animator that I know, um, was, I, what the fuck were they working on? I think they're working for Marvel? A sp- uh, aspirin? Aspirin? Overdose? Aspirin something? I can't remember what their name was, but they also were in the same category, and now they're working with, um, I think, honestly, I don't know if they're working for Marvel or if they're working for Nickelodeon. I'm pretty sure it's Marvel, but at the same time, I might be wrong. They might be working with Nickelodeon, because they just recently posted something about meeting Tom Holland, and I don't know if that's because of their job or if that was because of something else. But I don't know. He's in the same boat. So please, please, please listen to me when I tell you it is possible. You can do it. Okay? Your, your route of how to do it is going to be different from everybody else. Okay? it's not going to, You can't follow the exact same steps Someone else did And of course that's another thing That people usually have in mind You'll think that you only can fo- uh, get into this field Because you're following someone else's footsteps We don't have to do that You make your own path as you go along And you make the right decisions When you get there But at the same time If you make the wrong decision It's not the end of the world As long as you keep going Okay, uh, It's like getting down the. It's like you're trying to go to I don't know some specific location. You might get lost and take the wrong turn, but at the same time, if you keep going, you're gonna get there at some point, you know? And use other people as examples of what is possible. I feel like I'm rambling now, but th- that's the main reason why I had to make that. And of course technically, I think we actually are making our time for the entire episode. So I'm gonna be putting this and then I'm gonna be doing an outro. Alright, hello ladies and gentlemen, and we are back, and we're going to get started. First I'm going to turn on the oven, and set it up. Alright, uh, the first topic of today's episode is actually, it might be two topics, but at the same time, um, it's going to be just one topic for the moment. The topic of course is basically uh, yeah, theme songs, and then ending themes. These are two different topics that I think would be, also please note, um, uh, skip ahead to whatever parts that you want, please, if you, uh, each part is going to be dedicated specifically to whatever the title of that part is, okay, then, uh, after the fact, or if I start noticing that I'm getting distracted, we're going to move on, okay, or focus back onto it, but each part, we're not going to do multiple different parts all at the same time in one single episode, uh, one single part, alright, so, in this episode, we're gonna, uh, or this part specifically, we're gonna be talking about uh, theme songs and ending themes. This is mainly for the people who are good songwriters. Of course, this is a good thing for uh, for like uh, for songwriters and stuff like that. If you want to create music and stuff, this uh, podcast doesn't actually focus on song creation, or it's not a really a musical podcast. But at the same time, though, song or uh, songwriting and music writing and all that stuff that's also a creative form and technically just like uh, creating a story or a book you can also be able to create uh, stories and books and stuff like that using songs as well i mean musicals are literally just uh, uh stories in song form and songs are sort of just mini stories in uh, audio form you know there are a couple of ideas that of course even i have created that i would like to be able to see a song being made about or a song, because personally in the music industry, oh, I'm sorry, I have a little, um, uh, I think I cut, not cut myself, but, um, I poked myself with a, p- a piece of metal for my braces, sorry. That should hurt. Anyway, um, like I originally mentioned, um, uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, in the music industry, there's lots of different topics and lots of different, um, song, uh, topics that they don't really go into. Or, mainly they focus on probably like five, maybe like four different topics. Most singers or most rappers usually focus on these kind of topics. Okay, and of course, you know, I would like to be able to see more topics besides that. You know? That's why it's uh, personally really, really interesting to see different kinds of songs. Different songs like that, I find them very, very fascinating and very interesting. Specifically because these songs are songs that you don't really get to see very often. Personally, whenever singers sing about uh, broken love, uh, falling in love—well, not really as much falling in love, but getting cheated on or uh, showing off how mu- much money they are, or uh, uh, how money they are, how in love they are, kinda. But mainly being uh, uh, heartbroken, and of course showing off how wealthy they are. Um, those are the two, or technically, sort of the three main topics that eh, I'm not really gonna be all that impressed if you can create a song like that. If you can create a song with these three topics, it's not really all that impressive because everybody can do it and everybody does it, you know? I would like to see more interesting topics or topics about other things that are very, very different than what you would normally expect. Okay, topics that are, you can still do it, but at the same time, if you're creating a song about falling in love or breaking up, then, I'm gonna re- uh, then I basically need to know, okay, how are you going to make this different from anything else? What's your style of how you do it, okay? So of course, um, that's another thing about it as well, certain songs, I really, really appreciate these other songs because they have topics that are different than what you would normally expect. However, it doesn't change the fact uh, that some of these songs are kind of the same. A good example of a song that um, I like it and I adore it, but at the same time, it's also I, I kind of have to read Harry for this. Harry Styles, of course, created uh, Watermelon Sugar, which, of course, is a cool song. I like it, and it's interesting, but at the same time, dude, you're talking about love. I mean, you're talking about falling in love, and it's not really all that creative. It. That's it. You know, it's a great song, and I love it, but at the same time, I don't really find it all that interesting or all that fascinating. Okay? personally i think uh personally however i did think that uh, only angel was actually more uh unique than that song but of course that's just because it was talking it was still technically a love song but at the same time it wasn't a love song in a way that you would normally expect a love song to be rather than talking about uh how amazing and perfect it is it was basically uh talking about all these different things or all the basically only angel was talking about the person that harry is interested in but the person basically is everything that their mother would never approve of or just like a very very wild person you know she's a very very wild person that of course is like kind of a bad role model on harry's life but at the same time that's what makes him love it and of course that's the main thing at least that's what i got from it Another person who I really respect for, or no, a a person who I really, really respect for their creativity in um, the songs that they sing, of course, or not really sing, but, eh, is of course Lona's ex, also, um, uh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat and uh, Lona's ex, as well as Sweetie, both of them, um, have made their own songs, and all these different songs, I find them really, really fascinating and interesting and unique, as... Uh, Lona's actually created multiple different songs, uh, singing about how people did not think that he would actually make it, and how people have to say something about his music, which is two different songs. Another song uh, talking about how he wants to be in love, uh, uh, how he wants to love somebody, but the person wants to keep their relationship secret, and another song where he basically is just being himself. These are all different songs that I found really really interesting and. He's also a really good lyricist, I don't know why, but I was listening to the music and I was like, oh my god, like, oh my god, this is actually really, really good. Okay, because I only knew old, uh, Lil Nas X just for Old Top Road, and I also knew mainly about him, mainly because everybody had, a, uh, every most people had something negative to say about him, which of course I didn't really understand, mainly because... Every reason that people can come up with was either just a clean up... It was just a nice way of saying that they were homophobic because of these random things. It was like, okay, what? The only thing that I can... The only issue that I saw that actually I can be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, you kind of... I can't really defend that. Or I can't really say anything about that. Like, you could totally because there's no way it's gonna be very difficult to explain it so yeah and even if i explain it to you some people would view it as that's still inexcusable which of course is the uh, the satanism bullshit um mainly the shoes with the symbol and um, the, the fact that you're putting that symbol on the shoe a lot of people would view that as satanism and stuff like that despite the fact that he never was and it, it's too damn much to so explain it all and even if i did explain it all people would still say but you still put the symbol on and it's like yeah, you're right, but, yeah, you know, so it's just, it's very that, also, he had me dying when he fucking revealed his fucking uh, outfit, uh, he had me dying when he revealed, um, uh, not his outfit, his album, oh my god, because he was pregnant for the longest time, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing, like, I just didn't get it, I just so did not get it, until I saw the video of him, like, giving birth, and it was the... I was like, are you fucking serious? I hate this man. I literally hate this man. I remember the, cause like, it, 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 it suddenly clicked. The second I saw it, I was just I like, it said Lil Nas X verb. And I was just like, what? He's still doing that? Okay, fine, whatever. So I check it out and then immediately I'm like, Oh my god, I hate him! I fucking hate this man! Like I for real so Oh my god, this is like oh my god, This shit have me dying of laughter. I was thought I was like this stupid ass. Oh my fucking god. I hate him so much and I love it so much. But literally it's that. Oh my god, this shit have me dying. Also, uh, Doja Cat and Sweetie had um, Best Friends, which is another song that I was really just like, oh my fucking God. Personally, I would like, uh, uh, I don't, uh, I think it's fine when female singers um, sing about love and stuff like that. I think it's fine, but once again, it's not all that creative. I wanna see more songs like this. Personally, I live for the songs, any song where, I think the men should do it more often, but at the same time, I do get it mainly from the women and I want more of it from the women. But what I'm talking about is, um, the boss-ass bitch songs, okay, the songs that show off how powerful the woman is and how badass they are, okay, like, songs like, um, uh, God is a Woman, uh, Don't Call Me Angel, um, uh, uh, just lots of different songs like that, and some songs that are not even technically supposed to be in that category, but at the same time they still give you that kind of vibe, like Needed Me, Rihanna, like a bunch of other different things so yeah all these different songs i need more of them because they saw they're so fucking dope i don't know why but they're just so fucking dope okay yeah like i'm not even a woman but they just make me feel like a badass woman listening to these damn songs so of course that's a thing that i just love about these random songs and also um uh, lady gaga's free woman thing that like there was lots of comments where like i'm a uh I, i don't even know But they're talking about, like, how that they are just, I don't know if it had a racial thing also with it, that it was like, uh, um, that Lady Gaga was singing about a free white woman or something, I really don't know, but there were a lot of people mentioning uh, their nationality, but mentioning that they were men as well. So people would mention, I'm blank, and uh, I'm a blank man, but Lady Gaga makes me feel like a free woman or something, like, I don't know why, I don't know why the ethnicity was a whole thing, but whatever. And then after the fact, um, it was this whole thing that, um, uh, I thought it was super fucking funny and interesting, but the, uh, but after all that, I also want to see more men do songs like that, okay? I want to see more, I, I don't think that any man has made a song in that kind of way, you know, with the same thing that they're empowering and stuff like that as well. And trying to like run down. Like, I want to see these kind of songs. The only song I can come up with that's kind of close to it is um, anything Tajik Hall basically. So, kind of, no, not really glitter, but um, Nails, Hips, Heels, um, and Attention. Those are kind of the only two I can come up with. But still, I would like to see something. And personally, I would like to see it mainly from Harry Styles. It was <laughs> mainly from Harry Styles. And also see, well, I, I also want to see something for Lone Nose X also. I want to see both of them do their own little, uh, their own individual songs with the same kind of boss bitch attitude kind of thing. Okay, now, of course, that's a random fucking rambling. But yeah, I got to cut this because I did get a little bit distracted. But the next bit is actually going to be focusing only on... Um, uh, theme songs and ending themes and stuff. Alright, so, today we're going to be talking about, or in this bit, we're actually going to be talking about music, or technically ending themes and theme songs, that is actually what we're going to be talking about. Now, uh, the funny thing The reason that we're talking about this is because, uh, there's kind of a weird little joke in the anime world that it's very common for anime shows to have, um, a specific kind of music in the beginning and then also a different kind of another specific kind of music at the ending, okay? So of course, there is, and this is a weird thing, the reason I'm mentioning this is because, personally, Personally, in my, if I could have my own show, I would love to be able to have a beginning, opening theme, and of course, I would also like to have an ending theme. I would like to have an ending theme, and personally, I would like to also, if I could have it, this might be a little, a little much, but I would also like to have a little bit of an ending theme that also has, because personally, I want my show to be very based off of anime stuff, okay? So, of course, I want an ending theme, but I also want a little, tiny little snippet at the end of the ending theme. Okay? Now, of course, this is actually something that many Americans would probably claim that that's something from Marvel. Yeah, it probably is. Marvel probably maybe the ones that started it, but I mainly know it mostly from Marvel in their movies, but also anime as well. Because a lot of different anime shows will have the ending theme, and then the final few bits of the time of the episode will show a random clip of... Some other random thing that happened either in the episode like if this if you're watching episode one at the end of the ending theme They're going to have um You know a, a little clip of episode one or something that happened during episode one off-camera Or it will show you something that will elude to something that's going to happen in episode two or a clip from episode two Okay, so it's lots of different things, but of course that's something that I really really um, uh, take into account It's, of course, something that I really, really take into account when it comes to this kind of stuff. Which is exactly why I find it really fascinating and interesting. Ooh, sorry. Oh, my headache. I had a headache, and it's like fucking with my uh, orientation. Like, I feel like, um, I don't know why, but I just feel like I'm gonna fall over something. Not fall over, but it feels like, oh shit, I almost lost my balance a little bit. It's like little, little bits, but it's almost like I'm seasick or some shit. It's really fucking weird. It's annoying to shed. Hey, I'm waiting, trying to take out pots and pans and stuff. But as I said, that's of course something that I would personally want in my own show. Okay, yeah. So I want that in my own show specifically, with the idea, uh, with that in mind. I would so love to be able to have that specifically in my show so that I can have audiences be like, wait, we gotta watch the whole thing. But at the same time though, at the same time though, I don't really think that that might be a, a thing that I can actually get or promise or that I can get promised to have simply because a lot of times in American cartoons and stuff like that, or especially if you're watching something like that on on TV, they don't really show it. So rather, as the credits are showing, they're advertising something else. So they're advertising a different show or they're just not gonna show it, you know? Or like the uh, the ending credits are gonna be smaller and then by the time the ending credits start or something like that, or by the time that scene begins or something like that, they're, uh, uh, you know, it's the beginning of a different show. So by the time the ending credits is uh, completely finished or halfway through the ending credits, they're beginning the theme song to a different show okay so the, the a different show is beginning its theme song or intro or whatever and then of course they're doing it now of course like I said that's of course one example now in the anime world there's also other examples as well um, one example of that in the anime world or a little trend is this it's kind of a running joke if you watch anime you know what I'm talking about but um, a lot of times, anime will have really, really cool, badass intros and stuff like that, like amazing um, intros and things. Personally, my thing about that, specifically with the intro, okay. My thing about that in the intro, I did. I have a few opinions on intros and stuff or uh, uh, theme songs, but we'll get there in a second. Okay. They, of course, have this thing, and of course, it's usually badass and really, really cool. And then, usually, the ending theme will be um, very happy, dancing, and cute, and adorable, and stuff like that. And the funny thing is, uh, that theme song will play regardless. So, of course, something really, really sad and heartbreaking happens, and then the episode's over, and then it's like this cute little dancing thing and stuff like that. And uh, I think it's funny, and it's, of course... That's part of the running joke in the anime community where really, really fucked up ass moments in anime will happen, and then of course it goes right back into the cute little ending theme thing that they always have for every show. Which of course is a funny thing, but still, it's, it's part of the whole thing of making it wow, that's pretty cool, or that's pretty crazy, you know? Now that's one example of it specifically. Another example of this idea is the idea, not really idea, but that's one example of it. In different TV shows and stuff, different TV shows, of course, or different anime have different styles and different uh, t- type of title sequences and stuff like that. Some of them are much more um, rock. or uh, uh, Some of them, uh, I don't know why I said it that way, but uh, some of them are more rockstar, uh, rock and roll. Some of them are more um, uh, heavy metal. Some of them are more um, uh, uh, like more pop and more music, kinda. You know, that's kind of the whole thing about it. So it really depends on what you personally want for your thing. I know as a writer, I guarantee you any writer has probably done this at some point, especially if you grew up wanting to write something and you grew up watching anime as well. But I'm pretty sure that some, because some animes be having really good ass songs. Let's be real. Some animes be having amazing songs that you just want to listen to after the fact. Like you, You go out of your way to listen to the opening theme because it's a good ass song, regardless of the fact that you're watching it. Like you're not you're listening to anything just because uh, uh the theme song just because it's a cool ass song, you know? Uh I don't even want to like I don't want to use the word bop but at the same time. I don't think bop is like a good word for it. You know, like I do want to use bop, but I don't want to because I don't think bop is like I need something more like bop squared or something, you know, like, it needs to be more than just a bop, you know, like, nah, nah, it has to be something more, but, yeah, like I said, some, some, uh, some songs are, like, really, like, amazing songs that you just gotta listen to again and again and again, because it's just, like, oh my god, of course, that's one example of it, though, another example of, um, and it, like I said, it really depends on you specifically, I've noticed that the the beginning theme of different anime it rarely ever fully matches in some ways. Okay, it really depends, actually. That's another thing as well. You'd think that certain shows would have similar uh, beginnings and stuff like that, but at the same time, they don't really have to have it. Another thing that's also really interesting with uh, theme songs is a lot of times in anime before, anime used to have theme songs that, of course, um, were in English. So, uh, for example, uh... Uh, um, uh, Dragon Ball, or, um, uh One, P- uh, One Piece, or other shows like that as well, you know? So, of course, it's really interesting to see all these different uh, other random, uh, shows that have English, uh, themes in the beginning of it. Kirby Rappacachia, Sonic X, you know, all these different kind of- Dinosaur King, like, wait, did they have it? I think they did. Yeah, fuck yeah. So, like I said- Different shows like that, of course, have an uh, beginning theme that was in English, which of course is another example of it. But of course, you can also have a different... Uh, but of course, as I said, you don't really need to have a beginning theme in different TV shows or anime or stuff like that as well. A lot of times, a the theme song... Some people might argue that you don't want a theme song in your show, specifically because it takes time out of the t- uh, out of your segment. You have a, uh, You have time for a 30-minute episode, or an episode that could be, at most, up to 30 minutes. At most, so you can't take time. Uh, uh, so you can't take time out of that uh, sequence to draw. Uh, you can't do that because if you do that, you could fuck it up and make it so that uh, your theme song basically takes this time that you could be using for something else. A good example of a show that basically has no ending, uh, be, uh, theme song, of course, is a show like Regular Show. Regular Show has a very, very, very short theme song uh, uh, in- intro. It literally just is the title of the show, and of course a weird noise in the background as it shows the title, and then it shows the producers or the creator, and then that's it. And, oh, uh, and maybe the title of the episode. Can't really remember it. But yeah, I don't really remember if they put the title. I think they did. Or maybe they put it in some rather random bit. But yeah. Like I mentioned, of course, that's another example of a show that specifically doesn't really have a good title sequence. Not really a good one. Please note, that's not a bad thing to have no title sequence at all or something, that's totally fine. You don't need a a theme song to make your show really good. Um, Okay, good, 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 good. Sorry, I was really checking out to see if this thing is hot enough. Hey, I um, would have started putting cookies in the oven when the episode originally began, but um, I never turned it on, which was something that annoyed me earlier. Anyway. So, like I just said, um, that's another example of that specifically with the idea that sort of theme songs of course um, are, are just different do you think that certain anime that are like more comedy centraled you'd think that they would actually um, focus on having a more comedy kind of uh, anime opening you know or theme song or, or certain shows that have a little bit of a sadder thing you'd think that they would also have it in like um, in like a um, Mm. Um. It's a, an M word. It's um. I only know that fucking a uh, word from uh, Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> the live action one. Um. Uh. It's like melanin. It's like uh, melancholy, Charlie. Mm. Mm-mm. Melancholy. Melancholy. Melancholy none of them sound right okay whatever you know you might know the word i'm talking about i think i don't know i don't think that they don't sound right none of the ways i said it sound right but um yeah it's basically just a dark theme or depressing gloomy kind of theme okay certain you think that certain animes that will have um a darker kind of um uh, meaning behind it would actually have a darker kind of me a uh, theme behind it as well but, at the same time, that's not really a guarantee. Certain shows will, of course, totally have, like, really, really upbeat anime and of co- uh, upbeat theme songs. And, of course, the, uh, the meaning of the anime itself is really, really dark and creepy and depressing and other, sh- uh, and other shit like that as well. So that's another thing that you also, as a, a person or a creator, need to remember. You don't technically need to have um, your ending theme or beginning theme, sorry, your theme song, Actually, fit the energy of it. Okay. Now, some people will totally be like, okay, but what about lyrics? Lyrics are also something that you don't need. You do not need lyrics in order to create a specific kind of anime or something like that. You can have uh, uh, there's lots of different shows that have practically no lyrics at all. For example, like I just said, regular show. But there's also other shows that have much more intricate, uh, uh, intricate um, things like the Owl House or um. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Gravity Falls, definitely, but I can't remember if Amphibia had no words. Did Amphibia have no words? Huh. I think Amphibia had words. I can't remember. I can't really remember. I don't know why I'm blanking on that show. But I think, I'm gonna say for right now, I think Amphibia does have words in their, uh in their uh, opening theme song, I think. Okay, and as I said, you don't technically need to have, um, uh, um, you know, you don't need to have words in your uh, in your story or in your beginning. You don't really need to have any words. You can just start off the show and stuff like that. A lot of shows don't even, uh, some uh, shows don't even start. Okay, you can treat it a lot like, um, you know, um, what's a good example of another show that doesn't have words in it? Kibo? Wait, I can't remember. Okay, I can't use Kibo because I can't remember if Kibo did or did not. I can't remember. But yeah, these are just simple little anime theme songs. Wait, Star vs. Horus Ah! Oh. Sorry, it's, um, it's like 3.13. I wanted to start cooking at a certain time. This was, I was asleep, so I thought that I would not be awake for this time. So I set it up and I completely forgot. I've been awake a lot longer than that But I thought that if I was still asleep at this time Then I have to be awake at least Waking up at 3.13 That way I could start cooking Or at least be wide awake by the time I have to start cooking I'm gonna cook at like 4 You know, but, you know I wanted to start, Uh, like I'm cooking dinner at 4 But I wanted to start cooking the cookies At least at this time Okay, that way by the time the cookies are done And stuff like that, I don't have to worry about Um, you know Set it, resetting for dinner and shit, if that makes sense, but yeah, that's of course one example of it, certain shows don't really need to have a theme song, also another idea that you can also keep in mind, is you don't even need music specifically for your theme song, okay, I say a theme song, but I also kind of want to start using the phrase um, opening, uh, uh, opening or show opening, because well, like I said earlier, you don't need to have a theme song, you really don't. A good example of a show that doesn't have any opening theme, of course, is Avatar The Last Airbender. Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra do not have opening theme songs. They are literally just opening sequences where they're talking. There is no singing. Yes, there's music, but it's not music in the way that you're supposed to sing along or whatever. Okay, it's literally just the voice of Katara talking and it's literally the voice of Tenzin talking. I think Tenzin did it the whole series, I think. So yeah okay now the reason i like uh, uh now the, the reason i'm mentioning that one last is mainly because they also have something that i also really will uh, want to take into account okay personally with my own story if i could have my own tv show this is something that i'm a little bit um uh torn at i'm a little bit torn between wanting to do this or wanting to do that okay simply because Um, In certain animes uh, and TV shows and stuff like that, here's the thing. The one thing that always bothers me about um, anime openings is anime openings are not treated the same way as American TV show openings, okay? In American animation, animation in America doesn't really... When the opening theme begins, they show visions or small glimpses at specific characters, They'll show small glimpses at specific characters showing them in the background the shadows or silhouettes of certain characters And they might show specific characters, but they're not really going to reveal a lot So of course you'll see uh, the main villainous character But they're not going to make it very obvious that they're the main villainous character and stuff like that But with anime you'll see everything with anime openings You'll see the entire cast like literally the big bad guy of the entire series even though it, he's never mentioned ever in the series, you know. So, and they always try to make it seem as though it's a big reveal when you see him. But at the same time, it doesn't. It doesn't register, at least to me. It doesn't register because, dude, I just saw you in the theme song. Like, I just saw you. Why? Are they, why? I don't get it. Okay, I never understood that idea that they have to show off the main villainous characters and stuff like that as well. I just never understood it. Okay. Shows like Steven Universe and shows like Adventure Time—they give an intro of the cast. Okay, they kind of give an intro of the cast, but at the same time, the uh, but at the same time, their theme song changed depending on the members of their cast as well. So in the beginning of the series, of course, it showed off a bunch of characters, but a bunch of the, uh, but they were able to do it and make it so that most of the characters in the background look like side characters. They look like regular side characters that weren't all that real, uh, all that important. Okay, you can see Connie, you can see Lars and Sadie, you can see um, uh, uh, Ronaldo, you can see lots of different characters. You can see them in the background, but it's not really all that big of a deal. Mainly because they're all doing their own thing, and there's a really, you know, they're not doing anything that shows off a lot of importance. So, it, you know, you could basically overlook them. But as the series continues, they actually do have legit things in the plot and in the story that makes it like, holy shit, you know? That's the thing that I really, really appreciate in this world specifically, simply because the idea that you're creating this theme song that shows up all these characters, but these characters have their own adventures. So in a sense, it's not really revealing who the more important characters are. You're seeing the main characters, but at the same time, you're not seeing everything else. And of course, that's part of it. I don't really like theme songs, and this is just a personal aesthetic. It's not really, it's not a thing of like, whether, oh, you if you do this with your show, it's bad. No, 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 no. It's just a personal aesthetic. I personally don't like the idea of theme songs that show off the entire cast and also show off scenes or fight scenes or other stuff like that, like most anime do. In most anime, they show off the main villainous characters dealing with the, uh, uh, dealing with them and a lot of different scenes and you know that these different things are going to happen kind of okay i like the idea of having the big bad guy as a big reveal or revealing brand new characters who aren't in the theme song okay or brand new characters who are so unnoticeable in the theme song that when you get the reveal then you look at the, uh, the next episode then you're like oh shit you're right there oh my god you know like there he is right there i didn't even notice him and of course this little character who was originally in the theme song is actually a main character or a character that has a big part in the plot which again is something i really really like okay it's something i really really like and it really gives you that feeling of like oh shit he's right there you know so it's very that but at the same time though another part of me really likes those theme songs but they're so cool and i want to be able to so do that with my own story and have like you know all these different characters be revealed and like different members and stuff like that. Another thing that's also really frustrating is the idea of like, this is just a personal aesthetic too. And the only show that I've ever seen that does it is actually Seven Deadly Sins. That's the show that got me inspired to do it. Okay, in Seven Deadly Sins, they did exactly that. I can't remember the theme song off the top of my head, but at the end of the episode, at the end of the theme song, it would show um, the members of the Seven Deadly Sins who were officially part of the main cast or uh, the members of the Seven Deadly Sins who were part of the team, okay? But it showed a blank silhouette for the members, I think, or maybe they were in their armor, I can't really remember. But the members of the Seven Deadly Sins who were unavailable at the time, it was like, a, uh, like unlocked characters or unlockable characters. You know, you have a blank silhouette for, uh, or a black silhouette, specifically in the shape of their bodies, and you can't see who they are. You know, you can't see who they are specifically because they this member of the cast is unavailable at the time. And of course, that's something that I really, really like. And of course, as the series continues, you end up getting more of it. Personally, I would so love, like I would so love to have an opening theme, specifically an opening theme that has full of blank spaces. I could so love, like, I would like to combine it. And that's probably too much. It's probably too fucking much to ask for. But at the same time, in a perfect world, I would so love to do that. You know? In a perfect world, I could so love to be able to see um, people, imagine that, let's imagine that this is a big thing, right? Let's imagine that Tales of Crimson War becomes a big thing. I would so love to be able to go on YouTube and then see somebody make a compilation of all the different intros showing off the reveal of certain characters and stuff like that. So there's like, I don't know, there's seven intros or something like that. Each intro of course shows the reveal of different characters and stuff like that. And maybe another thing also is getting different intros depending on the season and other stuff like that as well. That's another aspect that I really, really like, or changing your intro a lot. Uh, The Simpsons, of course changes their intros a lot, like literally every fucking episode, but they only change one specific thing, which of course is something that I really, really like. I really like the idea that Simpsons changes the, because it's iconic for them. It's iconic that they constantly change the intro, mainly just the couch scene, but still, it's iconic to The Simpsons. Okay, it's genius, it's creative, it's, we look for it. A lot of times, people don't even watch the whole thing, they just wait, uh, uh, like literally people will, um, they won't be paying attention to the whole thing, but when it comes to the couch scene, then they'll pay attention. Okay? Hold on. My mother is on the way here. Wait. Wait. Does she need help? Hold on. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna. I'm I'm gonna be right back. hello ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to continue our episode. We're continuing our episode solely because in the last bit, I completely forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot that I still had to do the rest of it, and of course in the last bit, my mom ended up coming home, and she actually needed help. So after she got home, me and her just basically chilled out for a while, and then I cooked dinner, and then I ate, I chilled out for more time, and I completely forgot that I had not finished the episode and posted it. So, we're going to be continuing. Okay. The last bit of course I talked about um, all the different kinds of things that I would like to be able to do or uh, all different kinds of things about dance songs and ending themes and other bullshit like that specifically. To continue, now of course we're going to be focusing a little bit more on ending themes. And another thing that I also mentioned in the beginning of the uh, the, uh, the thing specifically was of course um, the idea of different uh, parts in the series. You know, I mentioned that certain uh, parts in the series would, of course, you know, certain uh, characters would be revealed in the title sequence. You know, if you have a, the entire title sequence and stuff like that, and then you basically reveal certain characters with the, uh, with the characters having like a, um, a silhouette thingy, that's like a thing that's like also part of it. And that was something that I was just like, holy shit, you know? It's something that I really, really like, and I would so love to be able to do this in my own story. But well, at the same time, I would personally like to edit a lot of it and make it so that a lot of the episode or a lot of the theme song, of course, references different things and stuff like that as well. But at the same time, another uh, idea is, oh, sorry, another idea also is the idea of different TV shows and just different stuff like that in general. Another idea that's also really, really um, part of it is creating your own, um, uh, you know, theme or your own theme song specifically. That's actually something that a lot of people would really, really adore or really, really appreciate, you know? So that's of course something that a lot of people would really, really, really appreciate depending on the story or their world and all kinds of stuff like that. That's practically every single creator of some kind. If you're a fan of anime, I'm pretty sure that every creator has listened to music, specifically anime music or um, just random music in general and of course daydream to it, like, creating your own end, uh, beginning or theme song or uh, theme, you know, animation stuff to uh, to animate the intro of your so, uh, of your series as you're using this song to basically begin it. Personally, if I could have my own, if I could have any song in the world as the opening theme for my own series, that song specifically would be "Miracle" by um, uh, Casey Lee Williams and Jeff Williams, I think. But yeah, Casey Lee Williams and Jeff Williams are the two songwriters for the TV show Ruby created by Rooster Teeth, and of course the show is spelled R-W-B-Y, okay? Personally, I would love this song Miracle as the official theme song of Tales of the Crimson War. I want this song solely because it's a beautiful song. Not that it's a beautiful song, but it's an amazing song and the lyrics are so perfect, this story it's an amazing song that honestly there's a couple of songs from ruby that i wish i could be able to use it in my own story and in my own story i do have a bunch of different songs specifically being referenced another thing about music specifically is um this is something that i mentioned before in a different episode Though i'm not entirely sure if i actually was able to post it or not but one of the things that i mentioned in a different episode was of course the use of the actual music As lots of different animated TV shows usually have their own composers, which of course create music specifically for their show. And of course, some shows actually make up their own songs as well, rather than uh, composing music. So a good example, of course, is Steven Universe. As Steven Universe goes constantly going back and forth between making their own music and composing their own songs as well, and composing their own music as well. So when I say composing music, I mean creating background themes or other stuff like that, which is something a lot of TV shows basically do. But they also create. Uh, but a lot of TV shows also create their own songs, random little ditties, or an entire actual song. Steven Universe is known For creating lots and lots of different songs As Steven Universe is, uh, As some of the biggest songs Steven Universe ever created were It's Over Isn't It Love Like You Stronger Than You And um I'm trying to think of others That are like just as like iconic Or as fan favorites Like Other Friends Even though I don't like that one I do like it it's, I just don't like the character <laughs> But yeah You know like I said You know there's different kinds of songs And stuff like that And of course obviously the Steven opening thing. But of course, these are all random songs that are, of course are part of it. But there's also many other different songs. So that just random little diddy songs that the characters just create. For example, Stevie, uh, Steven sings about the Postman or Cookie Cat or all kinds of other random little songs and stuff like that. Most TV shows would normally rely on composing their own music, so a good example of a Steven Universe example of composing your own music is Pearl's theme, Amethyst theme, Garnet, Amalgamation, um, uh, Connie's theme, um, uh, synchronization, amalgamation, um, uh, enticement, you know all kinds of different songs and stuff like that as well. Where specifically these are just in, uh, these are character themes and they're composed in music to make this to use uh, for a specific kind of scene and stuff like that as well. There's um, Moonlight Battlefield and many other different songs. As I used to actually adore these songs and I seriously used to love listening to them. Specifically, I like the fusion songs a lot more than anything else. But still, I always did love these random bits of music because they were so fascinating and interesting. Another uh, thing, and most TV shows usually go with this idea. Do you have specific songs for specific locations, moments in the story, or for for specific characters? So most of the time, most TV shows will have a a theme for practically almost every character, or every main character. Um, a uh, A song or melody that plays when you enter a specific location, so for specific locations like home, or other places like that. No, I said that I can't scratch my glasses case. Anyway, of course, that's another good example of it. No, no, she didn't scratch me. She scratched my glasses case. Your glasses case? Yeah. The thing I put my glasses in. Yeah. Show me. Oh, um, yeah, fine, whatever. Here you go. Now, as I was saying, most TV shows usually go with this idea of creating just a simple song based on each individual character. Another example of something that many TV shows will do, or um, another thing, of course, is dedicating a song or creating little ditties and themes and stuff like that specifically for specific um, moments in the story or actions. So, for example, two characters are fighting against each other or fight scenes, okay, action-packed scenes or other random bits like that. These are also random bits that will, of course, have different music on how they specifically for it. (laughs) Yes, it was loud. So, yes, as I just said, um, that's also another example of it specifically. Oh, come here. Oh, no. no. Do went to go see a movie after their thing? Back around 10. Oh, um, dinner? Continuing. Um, like I originally said, of course, that's another example of that as well with um different brands uh, songs and stuff like that. And this is just the most common thing. The most common thing for a musical course is just that. But of course, another example of this as well is ending themes as well. Or not really ending themes, but just character themes and stuff. Well, not really character themes, but ugh, I'm getting this right. Okay, so of course this uh part is gonna be titled music specifically. I will be making another part separated specifically for the ending theme, but at the same time just focus on me with this one Now of course when it comes to creating different music and stuff like that This is something where it really depends on who you are because someone like uh, let's imagine uh, a guy named Bruce Okay, let's say Bruce is actually really good at creating this kind of music Bruce is really really good at this and of course but unfortunately another person might be Alright, I'm back. So, um, as I originally was saying, uh, like I said originally, with different music and stuff like that, that's also another aspect of just difference in TV shows and other things like that as well, as different kinds of music obviously are put for different moments, characters, and locations, and that's the main three that you normally get. However, some TV shows make it a habit of making brand new songs specifically for themselves. And that's, of course, super common when it comes to animated TV shows. Making brand new music specifically for the show is more common in animated TV shows. But, however, in shows that are live action, some of that, and I mentioned this in a different episode, in live-action shows, more likely they'll rely on music from other sources. So, you won't find a Beyonce song in an animated TV show, but you will find a Beyonce song in a, a, a live-action TV show. And that's, of course, something that, once again, it's fine, or I don't really know exactly if there's a really big reason for why this is not really a super common thing. Personally, I always found it really, really frustrating. The only times you can find an example of uh, of an animated TV show that has music that is not actually created for that TV show is if it's a musical. It's normally a musical TV show like Happy Feet or um, Trolls or other stories like that as well. And those are the only examples. Those are the only exceptions. I have this random stupid thing. I don't know why. It's fun to play with. But it's really satisfying to like close it and open it quietly but like slowly you know so you're gonna hear it in the background anyway but like I just said um uh with just different examples that's mostly the most common form of how you're gonna find music that that are not really created by that show So if you're going to find an example of a Beyoncé song in animation, it most likely is going to happen in one of two ways, or just a singer's song in an animation. You're going to find it in either two ways, which is one, it's a musical, which is of course fine, kids like musicals and stuff, they're fine, but at the same time though, I don't really, uh, I mean my story, my story does have a lot of music in it, my story does have a lot of music, but it's not a musical. It's never treated that way as a musical, you know? Or the other way, of course, is having the singer specifically make a song specifically for your movie. And that's also another example as well. A good example of a song that was created specifically for a movie was a song, I can't remember the name, um, but it was created by, or it was performed by Fantasia, Patti LaBelle, and someone else. I can't remember the exact who person. I can't remember the uh, the other person. There were three people, but it was Patty LaBelle, um, uh, and Fantasia. Those were the two that I remember. And someone else I can't remember. But that song was from Happy uh, that song was specifically designed for the first Happy Feet movie. Another example of a song that was also created specifically for its movie was It's All Love, created by Anderson Pack, I think, Mary J. Blige and George George something. I guess. But yeah, that song also was created specifically for the Trolls uh, 2 world tour. Okay, so of course that's another example of a different song created specifically for the movie. And there's also a couple other songs that are created not only just for the movie itself, but they're also used in the plot as well, okay, specifically for certain shows that have songs specifically for plot reasons. A good exa- uh, Now, a good example is... Um, For example, It's All Love. It's All Love has two versions. The movie version, which is used for the plot, but they also have another version that's not really used for the plot at all. It's just a song that's, you know, just designed and helped to advertise the movie itself. And that's also really common in animation. I don't really get why. I never really get it. Like, certain movies will have a song uh, associated with the movie, even though the song doesn't really play in the movie at all until practically the end of the movie, or or it doesn't play at all and it's just a song that was created by someone to help advertise the movie and stuff like that as well, which again, I never understood. I can't think of any, but I think Ice Age did it. I think, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure Ice Age did it, and I'm pretty sure um, some other movies did it as well. I just gotta think about it if if I take time to think about it. But still, that's also something that I found a little bit weird when it comes to animation. Another aspect of music and animation, of course, is using it for plot purposes. Which, of course, is fine. I just, no. <laughs> I love musical movies. I love them. But at the same time, I don't know how to write that. One, I don't know how to write a movie like that. Or any kind of story like that, where the music is also incorporated into the dialogue. I don't know how to write that. Okay? And what's funny, actually, is... Um, This is something that, like once again, you have to be really, really um, good in this kind of style. One example, of course, is Lin uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel Miranda is a Puerto Rican uh, songwriter that was actually the creator of Hamilton. The, you know, the big uh, Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton musical stuff. Okay, he was actually the songwriter for that specific uh, uh, musical. And of course, it's uh, this amazing musical and stuff like that. It's cool, whatever, whatever. But He has a talent. He has a talent in creating this kind of music and all this other stuff and writing all these different songs specifically to tell a story. So not only is he writing a script, but he's also writing um, dialogue and writing music to go with the dialogue and writing the uh, the background music and the instruments and... way too much stuff, way too much stuff, I'm sorry, I can't possibly do that, I can't possibly create a song or anything like that, it's just no, and the choreography, if you think about the choreography on it uh, as well, it's another aspect of it as well, like, wow, I can't possibly do that, so of course, for that reason, exactly, that's why I can't do it, and that's, you know, it's just something that I just not really specialize in, but of course, other people can totally write musicals, and they can write musicals like crazy and stuff like that, you know? Some of the greatest musicals were created by people who actually have experience making other musicals. They made this musical, but then you all, uh, they also made this one, and this one, and this one. So of course, you know, if, if you actually specialize in it, then you can create amazing stories, you know? I don't like the idea of certain TV shows or I don't like the idea of certain people berating or taking down other forms of storytelling and believing, oh, well, you can create little songs and ditties and stuff like that, but animation takes real hard work. But at the same time, the other person could say, oh, you're just drawing all day and stuff like that. I'm actually dancing and performing all day, you know, so course, it's just different opinions and stuff, and that's why, of course, when it comes to any kind of story creation and stuff like that, I personally view all of these things as the same thing, okay, in my personal perspective, I see songwriting, musicals, um, video games, books, comics, anime, TV shows, um, uh, plays, all this stuff, I see all of it as the same thing, they're all the same thing. It's just different variations of the sound. Different things that kind of classify it in specific things, but they're all the same thing. They're telling a story for an audience to watch an adventure or some kind of story, okay? They're all the same thing, all of them. So of course, that's, an ex- <laughs> that's why, that's how I view it all. So of course, you know, you can do that. Some TV shows, however, which uh, is very rare, some TV shows, however, will actually get um, or actually get music of other things and not invested into it. One example, of course, was Adventure Time and mainly Kipo. All the music in Kipo was not created by the creators of Kipo. They never wrote any music. Well, I think they did, but it was only with the wolf character. But most of all the music in Kipo was music that was created by someone else, and they got permission and, of course, were allowed to use the song in their series which I loved it. A lot of people are interested. Uh, a lot of people got introduced to these music oh, oh, to these musical creators because of Kipo. They heard it in the background and they said, "Oh my god." And of course, that's what I wanted. I wanted to do that regardless. And then I saw Kipo and I was like, "Okay. So I'm not I guarantee you I'm not going to be the first, but at least I have something to use an example." Originally, I thought that I was going to be the first, honestly. I thought that I was going to be the first to do this, mainly because I never wanted, in my own opinion, if I could have it my way and create my own story, I never wanted to use or create music, I didn't want to hire somebody, okay, unless you're Rebecca Sugar or Lin-Manuel Miranda, I'm not asking anyone to make a song specifically for my show, just so that it's like, um, you know, some random song about the plot or some random thing like that, I don't even want anything musical, like no musical songs and stuff, Okay? All the music in my story, of course, actual, real-life songs. And the the thing about it is, the audience knows this is a Beyoncé song. This is a song created by Beyoncé. But in this world, Beyoncé doesn't exist. So in this world, in the context of their world, the song is actually a song created by this character. This character created this song in the context of their world. But, however... We IRL know that's actually a Beyonce song, or that's actually Sia, or that's actually Nicki Minaj, or some other random thing. Okay. So of course that's a good. That's how I would personally do it in my own story. But at the same time, you can totally do whatever. And of course, in anime, anime also does it as well. There's lots of different songs in anime that were specifically created by a band, and of course, they were able to actually use their song to go on with their world and stuff like. I have reason to believe that the opening for Soul Eater was actually not created by that specific, uh, not specifically created for Soul Eater. Okay? Another example, this one I guarantee you, for an example of an ending theme, this one I guarantee you, this one of course is, um, a song, it was the ending theme. For Black Butler. In Black Butler there was these adorable little cute animations of Sebastian's day like it showed like a little animation starting Sebastian's day when he gets up and he gets dressed and and, you know it's an adorable song and well it's an adorable animation but at the end of it they also have this ending theme that was actually created it was sung in English it's an English song but it also of course is a, a, a good example of this song specifically being used in an anime the song was not created for an anime, but it is being used in anime, which of course is a great example. And of course, another reason of why I want this. I would so, if I'm in a perfect world, I would love to be able to go to the directors of, or the creators of Rooster Teeth and ask them specifically. Sorry, I don't know why I said it that way, but I would ask, I bit my tongue as, as I said it, but at the same time, it still came out a little bit weird. You ever bite your tongue while you're talking? It doesn't hurt. Well, it kind of hurts, but it doesn't really hurt. It just kind of fucks up what you're just saying. Anyway, um, but specifically, I wish that in a perfect world, I'd love to be able to go to the creators of Rooster Teeth and ask them specifically for two songs. Can I please have two of your songs? At least these two. If I could, like, if I could, in a perfect world, I'd love to take three songs. But if I could only have the, little, the least amount, I at least need these two songs. And those two songs are, of course, Miracle, uh, uh, created by uh, Casey Lee Williams and Jeff Williams. But I also want Hero. I need Hero specifically as well. And I still need it with um, Caleb uh, Hiles? Hiles? I don't know how his last name is. But I need that song too. I need those two at least just those two please i need those two i need those two. Oh my god if i could also have just one more song if they allow me to i would so love to take uh um, uh what the fuck i may fall um i'm the one there's a couple of songs honestly I, if i could just if i only could have two i would only take miracle as the opening theme and, of course, Hero, specifically for a, specific, uh, for a specific character. But, of course, I need those two songs. I just need them so much. So that's, of course, a great example of that as well. And honestly, I think that a lot of people don't really keep that in mind, that you can't do that. But it's been done before, and that's another thing that I also really want um, you to keep in mind. You know, if you have this idea for your story, you know, and you, there's, you don't think that it might work out, Well, has anyone else done it first? If it has been done, then of course that will make you feel better that it has been done. But at the same time, stuff like this, for example, the idea of using real-life songs as a theme song for your opening show, that seems like something, what? No, that's impossible. How would you possibly be be able to be allowed to use a real song like that, especially as the opening theme? You know, in Japan, it's different, they're using anime and stuff like that, so of course, they can use different songs and stuff like that. Personally, I would argue, I don't know, but I would personally think that most songs in practically every anime is not actually a song designed for it. I would argue, or I would have reason to think, that each of these songs for the opening anime, every single one of those songs is song created by a band prior, and they got permission and they, were, they basically said, fuck it, yeah. So of course, that's a good example. And another good example, of course, is in live-action TV shows with Why the Last Man. First of all, let me tell you something about Why the Last Man. Why the Last Man was a comic, a comic created by two different people that somehow got it to be an actual TV show. And not only that, a live-action TV show. Of course, this is a great example. Another thing that I also need to specify is... Regardless I should actually put this in the intro I'm so sorry I'm gonna make one Small um I'm gonna take a pause And then I'm gonna do this bit and then I'm gonna go Into it okay so Just hold on for one bit so much for listening. This episode might have been a little bit disorganized, but of course, music is a little bit... It's not really the area that I know most about. So this uh, this episode might be a little bit of a mess. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And one more last thing that I need to mention that I forgot to mention when I was mentioning Why the Last Man was that Why the Last last Man actually does have music created by somebody else as its title theme. So that's something that you also need to keep in mind as well, as they actually have the song... um, uh uh, it's a man's world or a little bit about that song being played james brown's it's a man's world they have a little bit of of that song being played in the title sequence or not really the title sequence but i call it a title sequence but yeah a little bit of that song is playing in that part so don't tell me that you can't use music from other people in your opening theme okay don't tell me that you can't do that, because they could, uh, if they could do it with uh, James Brown's It's a Man's World, then technically, I can technically do it with a different show, All you need to do, uh, a different um, song. All you need to do is just ask permission for it. And personally, honestly, I think I have a very good case. Or not a good case, but I honestly think that I could have a very good um, uh, st- chance of actually getting permission from Rooster Teeth to use Miracle as uh, the opening theme. Honestly, I have never seen another song that could challenge that song. Miracle from Ruby is the perfect song, and honestly I haven't heard another song that could challenge it. The only one that I could possibly think of that's close is actually Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood by performed by Nina Simone. That's the only one, but besides that... And nothing else, and just barely, Nina Simone just uh, Nina Simone's song just barely gets there. But at the same time, I would so love Miracle a little bit more. Okay, so yeah, that's of course that, and of course um, that. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you can actually be able to make a playlist of different songs that you want to use in your stories as well. Okay? Or your video games, or whatever the fuck that you're creating. That's, uh, I hope that you can also be able to do the same thing with whatever you're creating someday. Okay? Thank you so much for listening, and bye.